All right, beautiful. All right, it's nine o'clock, so let's get this show started. Welcome back to Subject to Change, everyone. I know it's been a while, um, and I do apologize for that, but I think everyone can understand that 2020 has been kind of a crazy year. Um, but we're back, and now that the semester's over, and um, I have all this time on my hands to relax, I figured why not start the show back up and give Subject to Change a proper season three that several of you guys have been DMing me about when it's coming, and now is that time. Um, so yeah, what I did here today is I compiled a playlist of various genres. Um, I've kind of taken it upon myself over quarantine to expose myself to more new music. Um, so I'll be featuring some artists that I haven't shown on the channel or on the show before. Um, but yeah, let's just have a good time, and I hope this can be like a little one-hour segment um, for you guys to just detach from whatever you guys are dealing with and just chill out. So bear with me if there are any technical difficulties. We are using a new software um, to be able to broadcast live from home. So I'm all, I'm just trying to figure it out as we go, but hopefully everything runs smoothly. So with that all said, let's jump into the first song. Um, a song that I think really encapsulates 2020 as a year for me personally. Um, and that would be Drown by the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, and I think we'll talk more about the song after it plays, but I think just the chord progressions um, and this one big like climax towards the end uh, that you'll see just kind of feels really fitting for a year like this. So without further ado, here's Drown by the Smashing Pumpkins. No matter 
All right, once again, that was Drowned by the Smashing Pumpkins. And what a fantastic song. You know, I think the first two minutes or so is really kind of somber and melancholy. And I've had it in my head that if I were to make like some sort of short film or like slideshow or something about 2020, that that's sort of the chord progression that I would personally like to have backing that sort of thing. Um, and then around like the 2.30 mark, the song just explodes. And to me, it kind of just represents like a lot of the frustration and anger people have been having with this year for a multitude of reasons. So for whatever reason, kind of the juxtaposition between that soft sort of melancholy start and then this explosion of the electric guitars really resonates with me. Um, and I couldn't think of a better way to start first show of season three with that song right there. All right, moving on. New artist alert. Well, not new artist, but new artist to the show. We have Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. Um, Stevie Wonder, legend, is an artist I've never really listened to before. Um, and I'm kind of ashamed to admit that, but it's true. It's just not really my style of music. I think everyone's heard his hits. Um, I've even heard this song before, quite frankly. But um, I hadn't really given him a proper listen until... Rolling Stone magazine put out their revamped top 500 albums of all time list. Um, and this album, uh, Songs in the Key of Life, placed number four on the top 500 albums of all time. And this being the lead single and biggest hit off that album um, just seemed like a natural progression. And I absolutely love this song. I can see why it's a, considered a classic. Um, and yeah, it's just a really kind of kind of opposite of the vibe that Drown um, by the Smashing Pumpkins went. It's more of an upbeat, happy sort of song. Um, that's just cause it's kind of playful and fun. So I hope you guys enjoy. Here's Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder.
once again, that was Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. What a great song. I mean, it's just so fun and so upbeat. And I really enjoy the line that he says, music is a world within itself and a language we all understand. And actually, a world within itself would not be a bad radio show or episode title. So I might actually borrow from that in the future. And then before I forget, I also saw CV Wonder live when I was 16 for my 16th birthday. Um, I My dad took me to see Stephen Colbert on, I don't know if he's the late show. Yeah, I think he's the late show. Um, and it was the day before election day, which obviously didn't go as planned. But Stevie Wonder was the musical guest on Colbert the night before election day. And we were, I want to say, third row on sort of like the general admission, like the bottom seating area. So we were really close to him, and it was just kind of incredible to see such a legend like that play so up close and personal. Um, and he's getting up there. He's probably 70-something now, but he's still super talented, um, and it seems like he really hasn't missed a beat. So that was a really cool moment that now I think I can appreciate more now that I'm 20 and not 16. So... All right, moving on, we have Leaving Hell by Rap Ferreira. Now, Rap Ferreira has quickly become one of my favorite new artists of 2020. Um, and I had never even heard of him prior to this year. And I'd venture to guess that most of you listening haven't either. Um, and that's okay, because he's very much an underground rapper. But with that said, he still has, has a lot to offer. So he previously performed under the name Milo or Milo, um, but this was his first album under Rap Ferreira, which Rap, I believe, are initials for his name. It's Rory, and I forget his two middle and last name, but he's very intelligent, very witty, and very fun. So the album that this song is off of, Purple Moonlight Pages, might just be my album of the year. Um, I think if you asked me that question in the summer, I definitely would have said it was my favorite album of this year. Now I'd say it's probably top three competing with Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist and Run the Jewels 4 um, by Run the Jewels. So those are probably my top three, at least for the rap category, but probably in general for 2020. Um, and this song is just really fun. I mean, he's like poetic and it's very much sort of like a spoken word thing over a very minimal sort of jazz instrumental but it's something that really appeals to me and I hope you enjoy it too so here is Leaving Hell by Rap Ferreira <laughs> world where artists bend backwards for benefactors and victims are to be blamed as bad actors my mind running all around poetry is illegal unless you're under the underground devious with determination solitudes crowded by isolation wandered wearily for several eternities gaining acclaim using fake names vanishing by sunrise committing to the wisdom of the unwise in buildings where if i wasn't a performer they wouldn't let me pass the foyer here i am pulling spectacles for the uninitiated voyeurs but being piss poor corrupted the discourse as power functions on a sliding scale so you might as well so you might as well you know what i'm saying and that's when i knew i'd
once again, that was Leaving Hell by Rap Pereira. And what a wacky kind of song. Um, that was the lead single for Purple Moonlight Pages. Um, but I hadn't heard the album until it came out, but that song really stood out to me as one of, if not my favorites, from the project. Um, and more than anything, I mean, his rapping is really interesting, too. I've heard, like, Anthony Fantano of The Needle Drop um, describe his rapping as sort of like an Immanuel Kant, sort of like crazy, dis like, indecipherable stream of consciousness type of rapping. Um, and I think that actually holds up. But in addition to his rapping, the thing that draws me into that song is also the instrumentation, which is performed by this lesser-known main jazz group um, called the Jefferson Park Boys. So I don't know if they have their own music. You can check them out if they do. But I think that the whole package in totality is just a really interesting sort of fusion. Um, it makes for a really sort of wacky but fun um, and challenging sort of song to listen to, but really enjoyable to me as well. So yeah, sticking with the sort of underground rapper theme that we've continued on with Rap Ferreira, next up we have Dark Comedy Morning Show by Open Mike Eagle. Now, Open Mike Eagle, I'd venture to guess, is also probably a rapper you haven't heard of, and that's okay, because we're going to change that right now. But he is very interesting, kind of similar to Rap Ferreira in that he's very intelligent, um but a little different in that he, I think he's more soft-spoken and kind of just presents the facts through the way he sees them, more of a storytelling sort of way. Um, and he actually has an interesting background because he was a high school English teacher in LA before he started his rap career, um, though he's originally from the projects in Chicago. Um, so yeah, this song is off of his first album that I listened to by him, um, called Dark Comedy. And yeah, this album's really interesting. It's kind of, it's exactly how the title describes it. I think it's aptly named. Um, it's kind of taking a comedic approach to a lot of the issues that the black community and people in from his background sort of face, um, because all you really can do is laugh, as he says. So yeah, let's just jump in and then we'll talk more about his other discography, and the contents of the song after. So here's Dark Comedy Morning Show by Open Mike Eagle. Dark comedy cold is the ocean at a low Cause nobody seems to know when I'm joking those who haven't heard of me, I'm bad at sarcasm, so I work in absurdity. On that lab to keep from flying, tip rap like wired versus chatting weird signs. Cause my genre's all hacked, action's cliche, melodrama falls flat. And everybody's getting fired, I flew off the handle and boy, I'm my arms tired. Rap songs like Pat Adam, Shady Gat thought of it as art, so they laughed at it. Rap songs like Steve, the right monotone drone, people wonder if you read it right. We got that dark, dark comedy, that dark, 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 dark comedy. Yeah. These rappers ruin the punchline like stand-up club hecklers doing the punchline. Cause I tweet on Sunday morning like a preacher at a church. Because my true religion is the thirst. It's like burn after reading. The dark ugly truth that addicts learn at the meetings. Sean already wrote about the modern man. The only other option is the flight of the hologram. It's dark comedy, I would have called it black. If another dude calls me a racist, I'ma snap. Cause Google knows what's in my cabinet And Facebook logs all of my favorite sandwiches And what they need the damn data for To analyze the shit they need a whole nother label for Cause I'm addicted to my celery And I gotta have some coffee in my belly You smell me?
on the news Unless it's in the shy Cause blacks and Mexicans can die I swear we live in John Lennon songs Match the tracksuit like blue and royal tinted bombs It's like the in living color cast I'm laughing, trying not to wish death on the upper class I'd like to run up on the cold brothers Garden holes made of old rubber. Give rock bottoms and a stone cold stunner. Drop some cold butter on them from a skyscraper. Pistol with with the handle of a lightsaber. Cut them with rice paper, chuckle like a wise Instead, thinking something sarcastic. Black man, no can knows what I'm laughing at. But man, bus driver knows what I'm laughing at. Again, that was Dark Comedy Morning Show by Open Mike Eagle. And yeah, I really kind of enjoy his dark, sort of subdued approach um, rap style. And I think that's kind of consistent throughout all of his work. And even though this song's featured on the album Dark Comedy, I actually think I prefer his follow-up album to this that released in 2017 called Brick Body Kids Still Daydream. Um, and you'll definitely be hearing more of that in other episodes this season and just throughout the rest of the show because that album is really kind of incredible. And while it's not necessarily the type of rap, like the sample-heavy, instrumental-based rap that I've come accustomed to, it's very introspective and very intelligent. And not to give too much away, because, well, I know we'll talk about it in other songs, but that whole album is basically a concept album of the people coming from the projects ending up embodying the projects that they come from. And he takes all these sort of interesting allegories and puts them together uh, to personify sort of his, his worldview as seen through the literal project building that he was raised in, so... I think it's a really interesting concept and something we'll definitely explore in more detail in later episodes. Next up, we have Street Fighter Maz by Kamazi Washington, another artist I have never featured on this show. Now, Kamazi Washington is a saxophonist extraordinaire, and I actually got introduced to him because he did a lot of the saxophone work along with Terrace Martin on To Pimp a Butterfly, which, as you guys know, is probably my favorite album of all time. Um, so that alone made me interested to check out his own discography. Um, and I had also seen, I want to say it was Max post something on a story uh, uh, with this album cover on it, The Heaven and Hell or Heaven and Earth. Why am I blanking on the name of this album? Um, it is Heaven and Earth, sorry, um, of this album cover. So I went and checked it out, and it's actually really good. It's really incredible. Um, and I'd say this is probably the first hardcore jazz feature that I've had on the show. And even then, it's not necessarily the most adventurous jazz song, as my dad has pointed out to me, because I showed this to him. Um, but I think it's kind of like an entry point for me, you know, into the genre, kind of a fusion of more modern sounds, um, but still with some really amazing and talented instrumentation. So, yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. Street Spider Moz by Kamazi Washington.
That like melody gets stuck in my head every time I listen to that. It's really amazing. Um, and yeah, he's just so talented. I mean, against a pretty sort of standard bass drum pattern until the tour complete end, um, he just does so much with the free space and the beat and fills the holes perfectly with his saxophone playing. And I think it's really impressive. And many people regard his first studio album, not Heaven and Earth, but the epic to be the single greatest jazz album of the last decade. So it is a three hour undertaking that I have yet to undertake, but in the near future, I will definitely sit down and give that a listen because pretty much everything I've read have called that like the cream of the crop as it comes to modern jazz. So I'll definitely be sure to look at that. And also before I move on, if you get the chance, look at just look at the album cover for Heaven and Earth. I mean, this is really one of the most beautiful album covers I think I've ever seen. It's like this really pretty sort of pastel blue um gradient and then Kamazi Washington standing literally on water, probably a biblical reference. Um and his reflection back into the water. It's just a really visually appealing album cover. And if I had to make like a list of my favorite album covers that I've seen, this would probably make it. I mean, it's really, really that good, I think. All right, moving on. How are we doing on time? Oh, we're pretty good. All right, moving on. We have Bomb Throne by Sarface and MF Doom. It wouldn't be a subject to change episode if I didn't feature some MF Doom in here. So this is the collaboration project called Sarface meets Metalface um, between the rap supergroup Zarface and rap legend MF Doom. So before this album, I had never heard of Zarface, as I think they're a relatively new collective. But Zarface is a supergroup composing of three members, um, one of which is 7L, which is an underground hip-hop producer who's pretty well known um, within the underground scene. The other is an underground rapper, Esoteric, which is a great name for a rapper. I think that's really clever. And thirdly is Inspected Deck of Wu-Tang Clan fame. Um, so together they form Zarface and they're a really sort of interesting MF Doom inspired group. Um, and in fact, I think they caught a lot of flack for kind of building this Zarface sort of super villain character in a very MF Doom sort of way. Um, but obviously MF Doom didn't take it to heart. And they came together in 2018 and made this really kind of fun collaboration project. So the beat on this song is fantastic. I'm assuming 7L produced it as he's the producer of the group. Um, but yeah, this beat's really amazing. And Esoteric and Inspected Deck and MF Doom all do their thing atop it. So without further ado, here is Bomb Throne by Zarface and MF Doom. Pick up the five villain. I warm it up like Kane in his prime. Fuck with us, you insane in the mind. You cowards way out of line. Money talk, boy, you wasting my time. You don't want to put the work in. You just want to taste of the shine. We'll talk so it's hard to trust. I'm in it for the long ride. Like I drive a Charlie bus. Scars and blood. Keys, jeez, I teach but I kill them when the class on. So I got no pupils like Spidey with the mask. 
mask on. Generally speaking, each rhyme is five star. Split personality, I ride with a sidecar. I can't think of the rhyme, it must be misplaced. It's on the tip of my tongue, like Stan Smith's face. Hold on. Mm, something about a fly sound and how you got no bars like a dry town, so pipe down. The beat bumps like bad skin. Captain gonna teach stuff. Shout to Craig, man, that's the line, yo. Let the mind take you where the cameras can. It's very necessary, like a Q-tip Grammy rant. Jet lag, good afternoon, or is that night? Militants speak proper, some airheads say the act white. Caps flight, bread good, so he tends to pack light. Got jokes, but usually don't engage in no snap fight. Could be considered a waste confronting snakes on the back bite. Detrimental to cultures that they like sight. Ass wipe, catch them on stage, mad hype. With a trash mic, month later in the gutter, glass pipe and a flashlight. Looking around for something, he's still scurrying. With will to incite riots, and minds going blurry. Wasn't really shit to say, much to their chagrin or dismay. The licks had him on the ropes, then he made a big mistake and hit the hay. Went home and hit the day. Burn the midnight oil and flip the shit a different way. Disaster, time is a component. Setting fire to rappers in a monumental moment. And the game's potent, it's like a never ending quotient. A minute ago it was smiles and hugs, now where the fuck the door went? He's so bent, it's like he set the shit straight again. Balls from the drop and he ain't even close to saying when. Foot, foot, villain. Nothing ever stolen. Was given as a blessing, think the universe owe him. Got faith in the vessel, but no one to keep rowing. Yeah, and get about your own way when delivering the poem. Those who think they do, don't know them. No different than a squad of birds ready to blow them. Sorry, Charlie, get back up on your Harley. Win, lose, a draw, plus beat you at Atari. Drop the ass deep in some far-off safari. Probably even got the answer to who the hell are we? Metal face squad drone, tell a real one, Shalom. In a calm tone, bomb thong. Once again, that was Bomb Throne by Czarface and MF Doom. And what a fun song. I mean, I hope you guys see what I mean when I talk about how good that beat is. It's just really, like, kind of infectious. Bum, 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 bum. Playing throughout the whole thing. And I think the drum fills are really interesting, too. So, again, I'm assuming 7L, um, who's the in-house producer, uh, produced that beat as well. But if he did, he did a fantastic job. And I... Dare say that I think Esoteric and Inspected Deck fit better on that song than MF Doom? I don't know. I mean, MF Doom did his thing, for sure. Um, but there is something to be said about beat selection. I think MF Doom sort of thrives on more minimal, um, sort of skeleton, almost like beats, where he is the most prominent figure, whereas I think definitely on that song, the beat is most prominent. Um... And the rappers kind of fit within it. They're not really, like, in the forefront. Um, but that all aside, I think there's some really fun one-liners in there. Like, they stopped manufacturing the cloth that I cut from. Or it's on the tip of my tongue like Stan Smith's face. Or I'm laughing at the beef as though I'm body-shaming exes. I mean, it's just kind of fun, lighthearted. And I think it just goes to show what this collaboration really stood for. It was kind of just a fun project between two very similar artists, one being a group, one being MF Doom, um, and just having fun with kind of displaying their lyrical ability and doing it atop some really kind of cool, out there, more fun instrumentals um, than they maybe are used to. So, yeah, that's a great song, and I actually highly recommend you guys check out this album too. Again, it's Sarface meets Metalface. Um, and while it's not MF Doom's best album, I think it's, of his contemporary work, I think it's actually very good. So, all right, next up we have I Sat by the Ocean by Queens of the Stone Age. So, ever since I featured them that one time, I think I said this in a previous episode, but ever since I featured them on the channel, or on the show that one time, I've been listening to them a lot more. And this song is really fun. I actually like side story i had heard this song last fall i want to say um and i really liked it but then it kind of escaped my memory but then i was at the fix which if you know is 
this burger place in Worcester with a bunch of friends and lo and behold this song was playing on the radio as music during in the restaurant pre-covid mind you um but yeah this was playing on the radio and ever since then it's literally just been in my constant rotation um so it's funny that something that kind of inconsequential uh spurred me to listen to this song more and more but the fix thank you because i actually really enjoy this song and it is more of sort of a pop rock um vibe than i usually go for but i've actually become a lot more fond of josh holmes vocals um and i think they work really well over this also kind of fun energetic rock anthem so here's i sat by the ocean by queens of the stone age That was I Sat by the Ocean by Queens of the Stone Age. And what a fun song. I mean, it's just really sort of upbeat, 
Again, not necessarily the vocal tone of much of the rock songs that I do listen to regularly, but I think it works, and it kind of gives me that sort of Black Keys, um, Fountains of Wayne vibe almost, but different instrumentation, but similar song structure and singing. Um, and yeah, I think it's just a really sort of fun song, and I just... I really enjoy the story to go along with it that I've gotten more fun of this song because I heard it at a restaurant when I was at Clark. So I think that's pretty cool. All right, next up, I see we have, oh, we have 11 minutes left. Okay, perfect. Um, next up, we have probably the most fun song on the playlist tonight, or you'll be the judge of that. But to me, it's the most fun song on the playlist tonight. And that's Cut Them In by Anderson Pack and Rick Ross. And without a doubt, this was my favorite song to come out of this summer. I think it's really fun, really upbeat. Um, it's produced by Hit Boy, who's had an amazing 2020. He produced the Nas album. He's produced so many other great works this year. Um, and yeah, he's just kind of on a roll. So he produced this. This was just a single. Anderson, unfortunately, didn't release any album this year, which I was really hoping he would. Um, but still, we got this gem um, featuring Rick Ross, which is an artist I don't really listen to. I know him for his feature on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, um, but I've never listened to any of his solo work, really. But he fits really well on this track. And like I said, this is just, just picture yourself in like August, I think the song came out. We were about to go back to school, and yeah, it's just a good time. So here's Cut Em In featuring Rick Ross by Anderson Pack. She back at me. Dead boy on the beat, so bitch, yeah, you gotta yeah. go berserk. Okay. Mm. Sometimes you need a friend. Not the ones that just show up and don't put nothing in. You know the ones that lend their hand and want to see you win. When you come up on that lick, make sure you cut them in. And then, huh, sometimes you need a foe. Want to keep your eyes open, keep you on your toes. You know the ones that want to keep you where you've been before. But I can't go. No, I can't go. And whoa, huh, sometimes I need a check. Not the sneakers, but the ones that make you watch your step. Fuck your chain, fuck your name. How about your You know, I sat down with my accountant, he said, I got good news and I got bad news. Okay. I said, what's the good news? He said, the good news is you made a lot. Okay. I said, what's the bad news? The bad news is you spent more. Okay, okay, look. Sometimes you need the faith. Sometimes you need to know you or sometimes you need to wait. Shoot like the golden boy, but in front of bay. You can't negotiate with Drake. You gon' have to pay, but wait. Jugging on the main stage, fucking up the mainframe. Loosen up your face, baby. Protect my energy before engagement. Grew up having nothing, you labeled impatient. But once the boss made it, you labeled amazing. Meticulous with words, such a force of nature. I don't want to seem absurd, but that boy's a gangster. Fo focusing on me, way from Tel Aviv. Barbados with the hustle pockets, LRDs. Distinctive destinations, all I want to see. Oceanfront residences, three different ones a week. Cause I deserve that, it's time to learn that Mess around and put that thing up where your permit Six figures every year, yeah, I earn that At the front of this line is where my turn at Sometimes you need a friend Not the ones that just show up and don't put nothing in You know the ones that lend their hand and want to see you win When you come up on that lick, make sure you cut them in And then, sometimes you need a foe Oh Men gon' lie, women gon' lie. You looking for the truth and the numbers don't hide. Looking for the root of all evil, then you need to go open up the briefcase, see what your eyes. Everybody claim to be great at spa times, but they never spend a day in the rain in the front line. No lie. Stop playing on my phone line. Shoot, lock it low, pull up in the space group with the roof optional. Wonder why they follow suit. I've been groomed from the womb, came out of my mama Gucci with some running tennis shoes. Faster than the speed and bullet. Nah, 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 nah. Don't play with it, What you gon' do? Alright, that was Cut Em In featuring Rick Ross by Anderson Pack. What a great song. It just has this amazing sort of 
bounce to it. You know, Hipboy did a really good job on that beat. And yeah, I mean, Anderson raps faster than I think I've ever heard him rap before. I know when I first heard the song, um, I thought around the two minute mark, it was just over and it would just be like this fade outro. But then he comes back with a super aggressive flow that people really aren't used to hearing him deliver. So I think that was really cool. And like I said, before we got into the song, I think Rick Ross does his thing too. You know, I don't know a ton of his music, but I think he fits the song very well. And yeah, it's just a really great vibe and an overall great track. And it definitely takes me back to the summer when I was really excited to go back to school. So I can look back on that song pretty fondly. All right, last song of the day. I want to be respectful to Ben's time, who has a show right after me. So if you have the hour, please do stick around. It's, I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, so last song of the day is going to be Monkey Man by the Rolling Stones. So as I said at the very beginning of the show, I've made a point over quarantine to discover new music. And part of that means going back to artists who I listened to when I was 10 or 13 or whatever, and really try to like dive into their catalog and their discography um, over like the surface level, sort of like 40 licks, best hits album um, that I knew as a child. So this is a song I found off of Let It Bleed. Um, it's a great album in totality, but if you don't know it by name, you'll probably know it's the album that has Gimme Shelter on it, which is arguably their biggest and best song. Um, but here's Monkey Man. It features a really classy sort of piano intro, and I think it just shows the capabilities of all four uh, instrumentalists incredibly well, and they work in really great harmony. So last but not least, here's Monkey Man by the Rolling Stones.
All right, once again, that was Monkey Man by the Rolling Stones. And yeah, it just shows that man, old music still kicks ass, you know? <laughs> like, that song was recorded probably 50 years ago now. Um, and it still stands the test of time. So I know I am now over my time limit. Um, so Ben, I do apologize, but I just want to say thank you to everyone for tuning in live. The recordings of this will go up to Spotify, Apple Music, and Anchor um, sometime tonight. So you can listen to this episode whenever you want. Um, and yeah, it feels really good to be back. And I definitely plan on doing these on a much more regular basis uh, now that I am home for break. So thank you all for tuning in. Um, give Ben's show a listen for sure. I know I will. Um, and yeah, thank you. Good night.